The International PharmaTalks podcast is powered by ELS Solutions Group. If you would like to engage directly with ELS Solutions and receive advisory from regulatory, distribution, or pipeline in international business, please visit elssolutions.com.br slash en. Welcome to the International Pharma Talks podcast. I'm your host, Diogo Souza Martins, and in this podcast, we will dive deep into the world of healthcare international business, where you will learn strategies and action plans to help you navigate through your internationalization program and achieve the best results. Welcome to the International Pharma Talks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Diogo Souza Martins. And in this podcast, we'll talk about strategies and tips to address real-world evidence in difficult markets in order to broaden your perspective on this market assessment method and best practices so that you better manage your assets. Don't forget to subscribe for more podcasts about the hot topics in pharma every week. And as always, if you want to connect with me, please send out an email to podcast at elssolutions.com.br and you'll have an answer from me in 24 hours. As I always say, in the business world, it is inevitable to face the ups and downs that the, this world brings to all industries and companies, regardless of the area or sector. There are good periods of business, those when services increase and consequently profits are higher. But on the other hand, there are those periods when the return is less than expected and sales decrease and the frequency of job is reduced and margins shrink. Until then, everything is normal because dealing with these advances and declines or ups and downs is part of the routine of any type of business and any type of CEO, whatever a small or large firm. Generally, these ups and downs can be motivated basically by the, some new rules of the market, either because of the fierce competition or because of new demands of consumers or due to events that were not foreseen. With the huge swings in financial markets, I've seen around the world in the coronavirus pandemic, investing conditions have changed substantially. Amid all the heightened uncertainty, Successful investing requires the attributes professional investment managers bring to the table, those that individuals may lack. Difficult markets or taught markets relate to the products and its specificity in the overall relationship between supply and demand. Today, businesses of all sizes have access to big truckloads of data that were never readily available in the past and this is a way to make sense of what these data points mean and turn them into insights that businesses can use in real-world decision-making. The 21st century maximized the use of electronics, computers, mobile devices, wearables and other sources of technology. As it moves from a strictly supporting role in the back office, computer-based technology offers new competitive opportunities to all sorts of the business area. The speed, the sharp reduction in the cost of information systems, technology has allowed computer systems to move from applications for back office support 
to those offering significant competitive advantage. And it could be different for the medical community, such as in real life. Technologies improve the quality of life by bringing new information, fast information and communication, new drugs and medical devices and supplies, and all this new technology together and store huge amounts of health-related data. This data holds the potential to allow us to better design and conduct clinical trials and studies in healthcare setting to answer questions previously thought infeasible. Besides that, with the development of sophisticated new analytical capabilities, companies are better able to analyze this data and apply those results of the analysis to medical product development and approval. The additional data support regulatory decision-making, including the approval of new indications for approved drugs, for instance. My definition of real-world evidence is very similar to that of the FDA. It is the clinical evidence regarding the usage and potential benefits or risk of a medical product derived from analysis of real-world data. It can also be generated by different study designs or analysis, including but not limited to randomized trials, including large simple trials, pragmatic trials and observational studies. The healthcare community is using real-world data and real-world evidence to support coverage decisions and to develop guidelines to decision support tools for use in clinical practice, such as point-maker regulatory decisions and observational studies to generate innovative and new treatment approaches. The real-world evidence is widely used by those who develop medical products or who study or to deliver or paid healthcare, but its specific meaning is elusive. The real meaning means or refers to information on healthcare that is derived from multiple sources outside typical clinical research settings, including electronic health records, claims and billing data, product and disease registries, and data gathered through personal devices and health applications. The key to understanding the usefulness of real-world evidence is an appreciation of its potential for complementing the knowledge gained from traditional clinical trials, whose well-known limitations make it difficult to generalize findings to larger, more inclusive populations of patients, providers, and healthcare delivery systems or settings that reflect actual use in practice. The strategy of using this type of information has all kinds of benefits to a company, especially those who deal with healthcare, because those data can inform therapeutical development, outcome research, patient care, research on healthcare systems, quality improvement, safety surveillance, and other well-controlled effectiveness studies. Can also provide information on how factors such as clinical setting and provider and health systems characteristics influence treatment effects and outcomes. Importantly enough, the use of such evidence has the potential to allow researchers to answer these questions efficiently, saving time and money while yielding answers relevant to broader population of patients that would be possible in a specialized research environment. As defined above, real-world evidence can be viewed as a means of incorporating diverse types of evidence into information on healthcare, 
However, the confluence of large data sets of uncertain quality and provenance, the facile analytic tools that can be used by non-experts, and a shortage of researchers with adequate methodology savvy could result in a poorly conceived study and analytical designs that generate incorrect or unreliable conclusions. Accordingly, in the need to fulfill the promise of such evidence, it must be clear about what it is and how it can be used most effectively, and it must have appropriate expectations about what it can tell us. It is important to distinguish two key dimensions of real-world evidence. The first is the setting in which evidence is generated, which includes the population defined by the data source, as well as the specific methods used to collect and curate the data on that population. The second is the methodology or methodologic approach used to conduct surveillance or research. The main advantage of using real-world evidence as a strategy for the study of new technology in the healthcare community is the possibility of observing their benefits, understand the sequence and types of treatment, access to diagnostic tests and medications, and the cost benefits. The large amounts of health-related data can bring to a company three different categories known as clinical, when adherence to technology and rates of disease recurrence and cure in real life are taken into account, economic, which takes into account the costs associated with medical resources used and the humanist, which take into account information about patient's health and quality of life. The data that both real-world evidence and real-world data choose to analyze can be collected in existing databases, both administrative data or complaints, medical records or disease records, among, among others, or even new studies, post-marking research on medicines, observation study information on specific cases, for, for instance. This type of survey makes it possible to create financial, mortality and morbidity indicators, among others. For example, making comparisons between treatment and patient survival to a country's private and public health systems. As with clinical studies, the evaluations made on real-life data also have methodological limitations. Among them is the potential for distortions caused by insufficient data collection or lack of information. Another problem face refers to the quality of available information in the real world. For the data to be used and the analysis to have credibility, it is needed to access complete and reliable information, which often does not occur in case of access of ready databases or when filling out forms in service carried out with patients. In conclusion to everything that has been explained about real-world evidence, we can say that it plays an increasingly important role in the development of new health practices. It can assist in personal health information and clinical data that can contribute to accelerating research and generate significant results with the possibility of translating into better care for patients more quickly than in the past. This technique can also point the way to establishing the best and 
better use of new products, in addition to healthcare interventions. It is important to understand that real-life data does not replace controlled clinical trials. They complement each other. Both can provide critical information to patients, the scientific community and health authorities, contributing to the definition of health policies, priorities and the incorporation of new health technologies. Another area that is also used as a tool to incorporate technology in the healthcare systems, in the health technology assessments, which the point is to use of several methods of clinical and biostatistics epidemiology to generate scientific evidence, making it possible to offer managers for decision-making based on local evidence. The real-world evidence is already widespread in US, especially for private health insurance companies and for clinical practice guides, and also in different European countries, such as UK, France, Netherlands, Nordic countries, among others, which there is also policy for the use of databases and records considered acceptable for the health technology assessments. In developed countries, real-world evidence is used for some very clear purposes, such as assessing the clinical burden, for instance, of a given disease and the potential number of patients, confirming the results of traditional clinical studies, adapting economic models to the local reality, verifying the real benefits of, of drugs based on the patient's point of view in a less controlled environment, let's say, or assess the financial impact or check the long-term effect of a certain technology, including its safety. In Latin America, on the other hand, the adoption of studies based on real-world evidence must pay attention to the specific aspects of each region. Among them, there is that there exists no consolidated criteria to assess the quality of studies that use administrative or secondary databases. The what we call grade methodology, the gradation of the estimation of recommendations, development, evaluation that assesses the quality of evidence. You can consider real-world evidence as a as an medium quality evidence. Researchers in the field are already developing methodologies compatible with studies using real-world data. Those studies can be costly for local researchers, which tends to be a problem for all the Latin American reality. However, it does not reach the same values invested in multicentric clinical trials, making it an investment that is accessible to the private sector, such as the pharmaceutical industry, clinics, public managers, among others. The adoption of real-world evidence in Brazil and Latin America is basically a new phase in the last years, much better informed in decision-making process regarding health technologies. It is all still needed for regulatory evaluation agencies to understand or to better understand the value of real-world evidence information and use it to inform decisions that will benefit all the Latin American citizens. But progress has certainly been made and I'm very confident that real-world evidence studies are the path to move forward in all the regions of the world, including Latin America. Thank you for joining us on this episode of International Pharma Talks podcast. For more episodes and to subscribe, rate and leave a review, please direct to iTunes or Spotify. If you wish to develop your international program 
or to register or distribute your products in another market, please consult elssolutions.com.br/en.